We've made um, it eight shows in without you fucking the sound up. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Finally managed it. Hey, folks, what are we drinking tonight? I have. Uh, I'm just going to show you the label. It's a little bit more interesting than last week's. Um, it is a Chilean bottle of Malbec. And that is from the west end of Aldi, I believe. <laughs> Southeast. Southeast, okay. Becca, what you want? I have tea again. I'm sorry, I'm now being sober and sensible and I have given up drinking. So forever on, I will be drinking tea. So I am drinking a Wayne Gretzky hazy IPA. That clearly has the number 99 on it as well. It does. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that you're not drinking a uh, Middle Eastern country this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm also glad to, as we know, Kerry purchases your alcohol and Kerry does this um, based on how you've performed this week, Craig. Wayne Gretzky, one of the goats of ice hockey. This is um, not so one you, of. He you, is the great one. So you have had the best <laughs> week ever. What, where do we go from here, Craig? Do you just have to retire? Um, do, does do Kerry just take you out to the farm? you know, where, where that goldfish <laughs> went and he had that great week, got the Gretzky off to the farm with him. Maybe he needs to have a goat for every, every different sport. Wayne Gretzky probably has a goat for every different sport. Roger <laughs> Federer won a cow. Wayne Gretzky probably has goats. Anyway, animal nonsense a lot earlier than normal we, and we're not that drunk. I am tired though. So James Bailey, what have we got coming up this week? The, oh, you, you've jumped ahead way on the schedule. You're confusing I, me I now. couldn't remember whether the schedule was Heard Summer Racing League <laughs> or the whole series. So what have you got on your screen that you'd like to tell us about? <laughs> so um, this weekend, oh, I can do both of them, actually. I'm Go very multi-talented. Um, this, this weekend on Heard Summer Racing League is a touch on the unpleasant side. It's definitely up there with Surrey Hills. A single lap of Innsbruck's Achterbahn. Racers will head up the KOM reverse before descending, then taking on the reverse sprint, then the forwards KOM, descend, and then the forward sprint, and then dash to the finish. The route is 47.8 kilometers long, and there is 999 meters of climbing involved. Sorry. So I'm going to start controversy. I fundamentally disagree that this is worse than Surrey Hills. Surrey Hills was awful. It was five hills. Some of the hills weren't announced and never stopped. Actobarn, it's 20 minutes. Then you have a nice rest. Then it's another 20, 25 minutes. Then you have a nice rest. And it's all over. I'd, I'd rather do a long hill than hill repeats, personally, yeah. um, because I think you'll build fatigue into your legs more with a series of... I guess um, seven to fifteen minute hills. Then you would do, it's especially with this hill because it's you know it's it's a sort of gradient where you can get yourself into a rhythm. Especially on the forward side, the reverse is a bit more spiky, um, but forwards I think it's it's a longer climb, but I think it's a nice climb. Are you forgetting that you have to do it? The leg snapper and the other side of the leg snapper. Yeah, I've, I've erased that from my memory. <laughs> so I, I think both of you are insane. There's no way that these two climbs are not worse than the climbs on Surrey Hills. I just, I don't know what it is. I just get, I, I, with a short climb, like seven minute climb, I know I have to do above FTP and I cry and I never do above FTP. With a 20 minute climb, I sit in my FTP. 
I climb it well. But let's be honest, I'm on a stag do this weekend, so I'm going to be eating meat and drinking red wine while you guys all chase pixels. So, um, so people who are actually riding this weekend, how are you going to tackle this? And none oh. of you riding. <laughs> I am going well, to why ride. Why are we even here? <laughs> no, I am I... going to ride, and the correct answer is hit the primes. So the correct answer is hammer the primes, Greg. Hammer um, the primes. I hate to correct you on your own catchphrase, but... <laughs> No, but it, it is. It's hit the climbs as hard as you can survive and then give everything you've got on the sprints. It's the, that's the format. That's what you have to do. And if people are targeting, so how sensible is my, it's a 20, 25 minute climb. You're probably just going to do FTP for that. I, aren't you? It's going to be a struggle to be doing much above that for most people. Um, well, I mean, so someone is, has done closer to 18 minutes than 25 but um that's a uh, th that's a different story uh i'm certainly going to attempt to be a little bit over ftp but that's gonna hurt the only time i've raced this recently is when we basically finished at the top oh so it's a lot easier just to full guess it all the way so i'm not actually sure what to be aiming for on this hill yeah, so, right, it, it's a fairly simple course, isn't it? You go up a hill, you come downhill, there's a little bugger of a hill. You go up a hill, you go downhill, there's a little bugger of a hill, and then you finish. Key things on hammering those primes, questions I've got for you then. Can we draft on the hill? Do we think it's shallow enough in places that it's going to be benefit of being in a group? Forwards, yes. Reverse, no. Um, forwards, I, I think you're averaging your... Five, six percent. Six percent. Whereas reverse, I think, is eight. You yeah. got it. Um, so I think, yes, you can draft forwards because you'll be going fast enough to do so. But I think you, it, unless you're up in um, Becker's League, um, then you're probably going to struggle to effectively draft on reverse. But there'll be, there'll be an element of draft, but you're probably not going to be going fast enough for there to be useful draft. And the reason I ask that is there's definitely advantages being in a group on the descents. They're longer descents. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in a group, there's definitely advantage to that. Absolutely. And if you're in a group, there's definitely advantage on sprints. Um, and there are sprints on this. So being there is definitely a group advantage to be had on this course, but it's still a prime. You've still got to go up the hill as fast as you can. So maybe the first half of the race we're thinking about, do I sort of save a bit to stay in a group or push a bit harder to make sure I'm in a group? Then second half of the race, you're definitely hammering the prime. Craig, I can already see you disagree. That's good for you. Nope. Hammer the prime. Um, so, I mean, honestly, it's the, the climbs on this are so long that the climb, your times on the climb are going to dictate your finishing order completely. Uh, I, I don't, unless somebody's really close to you, I mean, you can attempt to, to group up after the end of the, the climb, but there's not going slower on the climb in order to draft people until the next climb is, I, I don't think, going to pay off. So I'm, I'm interested in that. So how many, how many prime segments have we got? We've got four, four, and the fifth is obviously, so we've got two-thirds of the points, one-third of the point, and we have one prime, uh, which I'm suggesting we go slower for. So that's, that's I, by my crude maths, I think that makes it a 50-50 split between my one prime I'm ignoring and the end GC primes and the 
primes that you go for for going through them as quickly as you can. So my, think, my arguing with your argument, is it worth sacrificing the one to do several quicker because you're I, I in think, a group? I think also you need to look at the fact, so is it the first climb or the second climb that you're potentially thinking about slowing up slightly? Um, you've gone faster than this, this person um, on the first climb. You've got another climb to come. So you're going to assume that you can do the same on the second. So... Yes, they might be slightly heavier than you. Yes, they might overtake you on the downhill. But yes, you're probably going to catch up to them on the second hill. And my, my argument is more around the sprints because you are 100% quicker in a group on the sprint. It's just, mm -hmm. it's yep. just so, no argument. so different on sprints. I, I, I've done sprints on my own and come nowhere. I've done sprints in groups and I'm just seconds faster. So there, is there are definitely points to be had by being in a group in the sprints. It's how many points do you sacrifice on a hill for that? Anyway, this is all very esoteric and I don't think there's a right answer. And I'm, I'm probably not going to ride it, so who cares? <laughs> Let's go to, James, what's happening this week in the Herd Racing League events? So... Selection of the above. Which, More importantly, James, in which order are we going to discuss the week? Well, I'd like I've, you to go I've... Tuesday, Thursday... <laughs> Saturday, I, Inventor Day, and then come back to Monday, please. I, I, I've actually reorganised my spreadsheet so it's in day order, which is um, very, very advanced. I am punching the sky in celebration. <laughs> um, rather than the order of which I created the series. Um, <laughs> so um, we obviously have um, Activan for um, Summer Racing League. Um, we then move on to Herd of Mountain Goats over Sunday and Monday, um, which we have a lap of Muir in the Mountains, which is, uh, you've got 767 metres of climbing, um, you have Reverse Titans, Forwards Epic, no Radio Tower, and then Reverse Titans again, finishing at the KOM banner. Um, after that, on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, we have Stampede. Um, that's a no draft event, open bike selection, first over line wins. Um, that's a single lap of a big loop. Um, so with that, you have the Jungle and the Epic KOM finish on the Watopia Pier. Um, and then we very excitingly, um, and we'll come on to this in a minute, um, we have the first event of Herd Series, um, which is an eight kilometer dash to the top of the Bologna Hill. Um, and then on Wednesday, um, we have 18 laps of Bell Lap in Crit City in our um, uh, multi-lap points race, um, where at the end of each lap, um, you will score up to 50 points, depending on your position in your category, with double points available on the final lap. Nice. And for some reason, the days being in the correct order has confused me more. Um, I'm going to step back slightly to Actibarn because we forgot to discuss which bike we'd ride. Clearly, it's the Pinktron. Uh, there is some debate on this one that actually the Tarmac Pro and Millie's might be the better combination to go for with the advantage it gives you on the hill. I, we had I, a bit I, of a discussion in our group about whether if you got dropped off the back and you were by yourself, you should swap to a TT bike at the top of the hill. I tried that in ZRL this week and discovered they banned TTT bikes. TT bikes. <laughs> I, I, I haven't yes. banned TT bikes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think if you're on your own, there could be some benefit of, of doing a bike swap at the top of the hill. You can go so, fast. 
with, with, with that Becker, um, so you, you bike swap at the top of a hill, you get down to the bottom of a hill, you do the flatter split. When you get to the top of the hill, do you change back to Tarmac Pro? Yeah, I think so. Do you mean the bottom of the hill? Yeah, I mean yeah. bottom of the hill. Okay. Um, you do the sprints on the TT bike so that you get more speed yeah. and you do the yeah. on the TT bike because if you're not going to get caught by anybody, why not? So that's the if you're on your own option. Uh, if you're not on your own, uh, we're in Tarmac Pro Vitrons. Or, there's not much in it. It's, what I can tell. Yeah, Tarmac Frank, you've Pro. Got a spreadsheet, haven't you? Yeah, so I've got Tarmac Pro, the Cannondale Evo, and the new Bridgestone are all the same bike, which is actually kind of fun. And your two wheel options of Zip three five three are lightweights. So that that's one of those is going to be your your best climbing setup versus the Tron. I, I, I don't think anything else really makes sense. And the, to me, it's, this is one that's really funny because the field is going to spread uh, just with two really long climbs, the, the field is going to spread. So the, the prime scoring is all on on time, but you're not going to be finishing with people. So it's almost, I mean, you're still only talking a few seconds uh, difference on the climb and maybe a couple tenths difference on the uh, sprint between the two, those two bikes. So really it's where do you expect that you're going to have, which primes are you going to have people finishing closer to you? Where are you going to be in a clump? And so if you're going to be in a clump on the sprint, then use the Tron. If you're going to be a clump on the climbs, use the lightweight. I would also, I'd ask the question as somebody who's now dropped back to seas again, so might be a bit closer to the front of the race and therefore not be thinking about GC a bit more. Is it, is the white, is the lighter bike really worth it? So it's a few seconds at the top arguably get that back on the descent with the Tron because we know it's quite a fast flat bike and you probably do better in sprints against people who've picked the lightest bikes. So yeah, um, where are, where were, I, I'm still saying Tron. It, yeah. So I, I think for the, you might be right. I mean, you, you've got a, Then, then you, it, when you start getting into that on sticking with the group or not, some of it is if if you're on a lightweight bike and finish and finish the climb with the group and have the draft down the hill, is a guy on a Tron behind that's two seconds behind you going to catch up? And this is why we love talking endlessly about this. So um, to, to round up this, for, which ever seems to get longer segment and talk about something that's actually cool. I think we're saying there's not much between the Tron and the awesome lightweight bikes. Cool. Um, if you haven't got the Tron, go with your lightest bike. I think it's nice giving it. Also, if you have a Magic 8 ball, give it a shake. <laughs> um, sometimes may change. Um, so Herd Sheary's uh, let's try and say this. James, you spelt this out loud and it made everyone more confused. <laughs> this is the Herd Sheeries. This is Herd Women's Racing Series, isn't it? So week one of this this week. Uh, so, what day is it? 
um i'm really really excited about the series um i'm genuinely just gonna ignore my question with that excited. I, I, remind I, I us am, when the event is i am going to answer your i am going to answer your question but i'm just going to um blurb a little bit first um i'm really excited about the series um i'm a little bit sad for obvious reasons but i can't take part um it will happen on tuesday the first stage is the eight kilometer route in bologna um so um Scrap to the top, um, staggered start ITT, um, fastest time wins. Um, we, we also, I'm just going to quickly run through the schedule for the rest of the events. Um, we will have um, uh, two laps of Innsbruck Ring, um, a single lap of Caspat. We have a customised finish on the mountain route where C's and D's will finish at the Epic KOM banner and the A's and B's will finish on top of a radio tower. Um, all of those events are scratch races, so first over the line, before we have fastest segment time points races for the final two races of um, six laps of Seaside Sprint, five of you in CLD, um, and two laps of Harrogate UCI in Yorkshire. Um, attendance looks to be fantastic. Um, Eric Slange has already been in touch with me tonight saying he's just um, preparing the article as well, so that'll be up on um, Swift Insider there's a lot of excitement about this um and i'm really 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 proud and very excited of as to see how many people are getting involved yeah it's it, it is genuinely really exciting isn't it because we've got we know we've got a load of cool people in the herd um that race we know a lot of those cool people also ladies and we know they got really excited about the ladies only league oh and, and personally i love reading the penguin posts as well so we I, it looks like there's a load of people going to this and actually, it looks like it's a bit of a gap, isn't there, Becky? You were um, saying to us in the week about this that there isn't that much women's only racing that's well subscribed enough to make sure that the fields are, are, are kind of cool enough you want to ride in. But this looks really good. It does. People seem super excited by it, and it does seem like a lot of people have signed up. Unfortunately, I'm going to be missing out as I've just started a sucky training program. But um, oh. I will hopefully I keep an eye on everyone else and all the fun that they're having. Um. Obviously, firstly, that's really sad um, and really sad that you, you can't make it. Um, we, we have, so bearing in mind it's Friday um, and this doesn't start until Tuesday, we have 128 people signed up for the Europe race, um, which just to put that into context, um, at the same time, um, on the same course, there is a mixed race. There are four signups for that and 128 for the ladies, which is... Pretty epic, I'd say. That's that, that's amazing. And James, I, I think uh, this was a really good call. Um, there's there really is not a lot of uh, women's only races at all out there, and I don't think I don't think there's bare really anything for women's only series like this. So I I, I understand the excitement and. I'm really, I'm really proud of the herd in becoming such a big um, participant in the women's races with the end. I mean, the, the WTRL races were uh, really what, what did it for, for the herd, but uh, it's, uh, I, I'm really happy to see this moving over into the individual race as well. Yeah, this is gen genuinely amazing. That sign up's crazy. So I had a quick look while you were chatting at the, 
heard some racing league events for tomorrow at 12 and tomorrow at 8 UK time. There's about 50 people at 12 and about 30 people signed up to 8. And we know the numbers will go up close to the times. There's 120 people signed up for a race that's happening on Tuesday. This is bonkers. Um, so let's let's talk about that race. I mean, let's um, do what we do with the Hurtsome Racing League uh, and talk about that race. It's Bologna. It's a TT. If you, if you, if you say bike swap, I'm going to go down to Bristol and kill you. Bike swap. It's got to be a bike swap, hasn't it? Um, no. So this this is <clears throat> this is always because it's a TT, but you can choose any bike you like. This is always a straightforward scrap, isn't it? And I don't think we've come between us to the answer of your best TT bike versus your best climbing bike the best tt bike is always the answer i'm sorry that it's not a fight between any of them your best tt bike is the way to go i I was about to get really adamant and say exactly the same words that becca said Um, your best tt your best tt bike you can have a debate about the wheels if you like but the tt bike there's nothing against you know you can't win if you're not riding a tt bike i'm on this 100 the so when you talk with the bike swap, I will grant that for, especially for bigger power, lower watt per kilogram riders, say your, your big guys in D, it might be worth a bike swap because they're spending more time on the hill. But that's... Uh, are you going to save I, half I, a minute I, though? I, no, I know. I, I still don't think so. I, I, it starts to get closer. But I, I still don't think so. Uh, I, I know Bowser loves the bike swap. Um, the, the other thing is for some people that that couple seconds of rest actually helps them on the hill as well. So it, it, it depends on the person, depends on, on a few things. But really, I don't think the bike swap is enough. I think, I think also on that having momentum going into that hill is so important um and, and lo- losing that on the bike swap I, I i i just can't see it working um I, I i don't care you know um if you're a 100 kilo rider and you're doing three zero on the flats of 300 watts and you're looking to do three five on the hill ah uh, you you're going from a standing start so that's going to cost you probably 10 seconds anyway regardless of a 20 plus You've already lost, uh, but CT bike hallway. I, I don't care what size you are. Um, I, I, I think there's only one option. I'm going to point out that when you hit a 12 and a half percent hill, momentum counts for sweet FA, really. But um, the wheels is the interesting one, isn't it? So Swift insiders say that the best TT bike and 858 is the better combination than the disco wheels, which is the fastest aero TT, and it gives you a second. <laughs> So, um, uh, part of me thinks that just being on a bike that you think looks cool would give you more than a second um, with psychosomatic benefits of chasing pixels up hills but um, that's me trying to be a scientist again Becca you're an actual scientist Uh, what are you going for on this when you said TT bike which wheels did you go for I can't remember what I did last time I didn't have disco rainbow wheels last time I Think you went a five eights. I remember talking about this at the time. So, I oh, yeah, I, I think we were all on the same setup. I think it was Canyon Speed Max with the eight five eights. 
I was not on that setup because that is not a setup I had. I went Tron because it's the pink Tron. Um, I'm not sure if the Canyon um, Speed Match existed then. I I think the last time we did uh, Bologna, it would have been Cervelo C5X. I've definitely ridden the Canyon up Bologna. Yeah, me too. Fair enough. The things you guys do for fun. So let's talk about this route. Basically, it's 6Ks flat and it's 2Ks up. Um, and for most riders, and this seems to be fairly independent of category, doesn't it? You spend as long as the flat on the flat as you do on the climb. I think the climb's slightly shorter. Um, I, I, I think I do 10 on the flat, 7 on the hill. You need I to might, go quicker on might, the flat, James. It might, might be 9 on the flat, eight, 8 on the hill. But I think you are, depending on your weight and your, and your watts per kilo, I think you are on the flat slightly longer, but it's not a great amount. So I think I actually spent more time on the hill than the flat the last several times I've done this, but that's because I've paced it horribly. I do remember watching Craig blow up. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so um, most people I've seen hit the 20 minute mark are doing a, a pretty round 10 minute, 10 minute. Um, and it seems to scale upwards. I don't care about these people who do it stupidly quick. Um, I'll be honest. So yeah, it, Let's talk about pacing. Um, when we talked about this for previously for herd events, we we said it's about kind of it's an over under, isn't it? Like any TT, you're looking to go slightly under under FTP for the first six Ks, hit the hill, and go slightly over FTP. You can have a bit of an argument about how much you want to do that, and this is where you kind of know yourself as a TT rider. Some people will go twenty percent under to try and go twenty percent over. I, I really struggle to do more than about 10% over my FTP. And this is where I went wrong last time. I tried a 2020 and I just couldn't, I couldn't go quick enough up the hill and I did a disastrous time. I'd have been better off going slightly faster on the flat um, and saving the time there. So my, it's kind of working it out yourself, isn't it? My, my, my best Bologna was minus 10 plus 20. Just showing off there, James, aren't you? Good humble I'm, brag. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely certain that Becca probably does plus 30. Yeah, but my one-minute and five-minute power is really good compared to my 20-minute power. So. <laughs> but, but, like, but I, you, I think I went minus 30-plus. But you don't take anywhere near 20 minutes. The day and they did really well. Yeah. So the last two times I, I think I did this, I was barely under FTP if I was, if I was under it at all uh, on the flat. And it, it just doesn't work. You, you have to... So you, you can't, if you go too hard on the flat, you will pay. Um, so that, that is the lesson I have learned. And that is, the, that is the lesson everyone should learn from us. And I think there's actually something in both what James has said in his humble brag and in Craig's motto, which is treat the hill like a prime. So you kind of get there. There's not that much to be gained by going a little bit faster on the, or a lot faster on the flat but there's a lot to be gained by going faster on the hill. Um, so treat it like you've just got to get to that hill with enough legs that you can hammer the prime for the two Ks and get up it as quickly as you can. Um, and yeah, it's just about whether it, it, how, how, how fast can you go up that hill and getting there with the legs to it really is there. Um, right. What we're going to talk about next. Um, ZRL, Craig, you, you, in our pre-show notes, you wrote bread, uh, bread RL. You did not write bread RL. I'm not even drunk. <laughs> You wrote ZRL wrap-up slash broadcast tease. Please tease me with your broadcast and wrap up the ZRL for me. Well, I'm going to talk about the wrap-up first. So 
first we had a terrifically successful season. Um, we had a huge number of teams and I am not going to say a number because I'm going to get it wrong because I didn't prepare that. So what we do have though, is we have nine teams in the playoffs. We have one more team that was tied and lost on a tiebreaker. And we, another two teams that won their division. And that's actually, that's a minority of the teams that we had in it. So, and I really think from all the conversation we had, um, I rode with two different teams. I, I DS'd on three more teams and everybody had a terrific time. So I, I really think uh, it, it, the season was a success and uh, I'm, I'm really proud of how the herd did. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I did the, the Surrey Hills on Tuesday, I haven't been riding for a while. I'm now a C, a C riding in a B race was a disastrous idea at the best of times. I finished third from last because two people didn't leave the pen and Jonathan Wynn had a power cut. Um, so those are the only reasons I beat people. Uh, and yeah, a couple of the guys stayed on Discord until I finished. We had a good chat. I, it was really nice. And we've, we've just had a really good experience in, in the teams uh, in the Bees League as well. Um, for EMEA, I think, so. And you... I think that's been replicated, hasn't it? I think you, you just what you said there um, about the fact that you came third from last, yet all of your teams stayed on Discord until you finished, just epitomizes of herd racing. Yeah. That's all. Becca, your your team did really well, didn't they? Okay. Oh, Becca, sorry. It's not all about James show. It's not the pink James show, all right? Seeing as we sort of weren't even sure we were going to get eight teams together and we managed to get two and uh, none of us knew each other at the start like they the guys don't shut up in group chat like we're racing hsrl tomorrow at 9 a.m like people are getting up at early in the mornings on like saturdays and sundays to race with each other which they never would have done before purely because we've met through zrl so i mean it's done really like that's just what the herd is about for me. So it's racing with people who you want to talk to outside of races as well as when you are racing. Didn't you also win your division? No, we came second. Oh. Um, by the way, the James Tron would be an amazing name. Um, please can we call you that now? Uh, so I think what Becca said there is just like, that's what's really cool, isn't it? Is when you actually start, there's three or four or five people in hsrl or on a tt or something like that, just in an event and you're like oh that's cool and i love the the feature on the companion i'm waving my phone at a podcast the feature on the companion app where you do the only swifters i follow and you see oh like becca's doing this race or like craig's it like you, you just start seeing races people are in and actually doing a bit more because you see these people are riding um which is always cool uh craig is that enough of a wrap-up do you want to now talk about broadcast it's not keys? enough of a wrap-up i've got oh, i've got more so more what I want to do now is because uh, all of these riders, these teams, these captains have, have earned it. So the teams that are going to participate in the playoffs are in women's B1, the herd of little penguins and the herd of skipper butterflies in women's C1, the herd of gen two penguins and the herd of misfit meerkats. And we've got an honorable mention that I'm going to throw in here because the herd of madcap meerkats in B were tied on points for second, but lost the tiebreaker. 
And then in the mixed, we have in C, the herd mentality, and in D, the herd of slippery seahorses, herd of one-trick ponies, herd of fighting Frisians, and the herd of charging coursers. I, I don't know what the results are for the other teams, but I know the, uh, the herd mentality won seven out of eight of the races, which sounded pretty good. They, they did. And it, yeah, all of these teams finished. I In order to qualify for the playoffs, these nine teams all finished first or second in a one division in their time slot. So B1, C1, or D1. So congratulations to them. Now, uh, to throw out a couple more, uh, we had two other division winners. So in America's East C3 mixed, the herd of trusty steeds won their division. And in women's EMEA C5, the herd of macaroni penguins won their division. So, they're so good. I was going to say, Becca, I don't know what I enjoy more is hearing people winning or just hearing how creative and cool people are with the names. Um, I don't know, I do know it's 100% how creative and cool people are about the names. I couldn't care less about winning. Um, so, uh, we'll do broadcasting. I think it's important actually. What I really love about how people are learning how to race with each other as well. And like you said, Craig, you went and DS'd a load of teams. There'll be people who jumping in and being like, have you tried this? Um, I want to give a special mention out to one of our friends actually on ZRL who um, in my kind of not regular panache of the week panache goes to Matt DeFratis who attacked up the second climb uh, on Surrey Hills. So with about 30 Ks and three climbs to go and solo breakaway to the finish from 30 Ks out uh, panache of the week, definitely you Matt DeFratis and awesome to hear about that. So well done. Uh, Craig, is it time for the tease of the broadcast? It's time for the tease. So we are going to do a broadcast. Uh, so the, the courses even were, were announced. So there's going to be a team time trial on out and back again, and then a points race on Sand and Sequoias. So the, uh, the broadcast is going to be a little bit different uh, this season than it was in season two, because they're going to do, now I can't remember. I think the women have the TTT on Saturday and the men on Sunday. And it starts half an hour before the points race for the, the other gender. So that's, we're going to, I think our plan right now is to kind of cover the start of cover the start of each TTT and not, but not the whole race, which is nice because um, for season two, James and I really struggled to talk for that long. <laughs> Uh, talk, talking about a team time trial for an hour straight is like one of the hardest things I've done in my entire life. I think I think Craig and I explained how TTTs worked at least five times. <laughs> I like the fact that you apologise for there not really being a plan. And if anyone's regularly listening to this or watching the broadcast, they would 100% appreciate there is never a plan. Um, <laughs> So uh, great broadcast tease. Looking forward to that. Um, be on the YouTube channel as normal. Um, do we need people to volunteer to be watched or are you just watching those teams that are, are in the playoffs? I think we're going to just watch everybody that's in the playoffs. Uh, I, I don't think uh, we'll move around as we need to and, uh, and go from there. I think um, anybody that's in this race is going to be watched. I, I think either by, us or is with community live or somebody so 
Amazing. And uh, who's who's doing the commentary on this one? So I know some of us aren't involved because we have jobs um, and lives. Um, and and well, no, we don't. But uh, some of us just don't have enough time to do it. So who's going to be the commentary team for this? I think it's Craig and I, and potentially you. Oh, well, I think I, uh, this was a kind of call out for volunteers. I know Bowser joined in last time. Uh, I know Ben Poynton's always good value. And anyone who just wants to randomly chat rubbish about Zwift for an hour. Well, so uh, I think uh, you meet uh, the I criteria. Think, I think Claire and Grace maybe uh, are interested in being involved again. They both did it for uh, the the uh, season two broadcast we did. So um, that's where we're going to start. And if we need to, to reach out, we'll we'll find somebody else yeah i, I think if um, anyone's listening tonight that is really up for joining us um in talking inane rubbish for probably about two hours please get in touch we need your help <laughs> unsurprisingly it would unsurprisingly surprisingly for some who listen to this show we need the help to talk inane rubbish uh we do have a finite amount of rubbish before we just start shouting animal names at each other, don't we, James? Anaconda. <laughs> um, so what's annoyed us about Zwift this week? Uh, I'm going to go first on this one because I'm talking and that allows me to. Uh, uh, Zwift hasn't annoyed me this week. IRL has annoyed me this week. Um, so I did uh, an ITT um, in, in the real world uh on thursday it won't surprise anyone to hear that i wasn't able to use my tt bike because i got to it and it had no pedals on so i had to use my road bike um and a, a chap also doing the tt got knocked off his bike about 100 meters from the finish by someone who knocked him off hard enough to break their wing mirror off broke this guy's collarbone and didn't stop so what a dick um whilst there are dicks on swift and we mention them quite often and there are some people in swift who probably fit that category as well the stuff that they decide to do with the platform none of them have driven a car into another human being and not stopped so a bit of we like to grumble about things but that's something proper for me to grumble about this week uh who wants to go next i will go on the olympic schedule um it's very nice that there are chase events, there are various other things, but there is nothing new at all. Um, everything that's on the schedule, I could set up. Um, I, I would like to see something that's a little bit different, has something to actually to do with the Olympics, because um, the new world, you know, whilst parts of it might look a bit like Japan. It isn't Japan. There's no Olympic route on there at all. Uh, there's nothing innovative. Um, Zwift are a tech, I suppose they're not even a startup anymore, but um, generally from tech companies, we might, we'd like to see innovation um, rather than just regurgitating what they've been doing for the last three years. Um, you, you know, it, it, it's nice for doing something for the Olympics, just like they do something for every other single occasion in the entire year. There's nothing new there. Wouldn't a points a race bit, have been lovely? Wouldn't like, it just? Or, some, or, or something like that. An elimina elimination event as well, because I'm, I'm fairly certain... They They'd have to fix sandbagging for elimination work, races to work, wouldn't they? And that, that's a whole new conversation. In, in, interestingly, actually, um, on, on that note, so um, RGT um, has an elimination mode, and I saw quite a bit of um, grumbling earlier um, about um, a bunch of what we'd call A-cap riders entering the B-cap 
or, or a mix of a B and C elimination race, and they they don't appear to have a solution to it. So um, different platforms, same issues. And that's it. We definitely need to have a longer chat about how you fix sandbagging, but uh, and I've probably said that before. Becca, what's annoyed you this week? I don't really have too many gripes with Zwift this week. I've taken my training outdoors mostly, but really a positive thing is being able to import my training plan into Swift because it makes it far more interesting than uh, watching the little lines go up and down down train road, which, uh, you know, at least I do get to look at some vague scenery, even if most of the time it is tempest So, I've, yeah. I've got an image of you, Abe Simpson style, shaking your fist at a cloud now um, as you get annoyed with the with the outside interfering with your training plan. <laughs> Luckily, there's a nice closed road of like 40k by, by me, so training plan is wonderful for the next two weeks until. Oh, nice. Ben Craig, well, how about you? You, you? The whiteboard is primed again. I can see. Oh, Craig has also put himself on mute. <laughs> <laughs> in classic so Craig I'm not. <laughs> We've made it um, eight shows in without you fucking the sound up, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Finally managed it. Okay, so I've got, I don't have much personally. I basically haven't been Zwifting other than races. Um, I, I've been riding around at the BMX track and uh, riding to work and things like that. So it, it, it's great. Um, but the, there's kind of two things that have been bugging me. One, People stressing out, don't stress out. People have been mess mess messaging me and they're stressed out about bike choice or getting disconnected in a race or a WKG disqualification. It, old thing, I, I, I hate the WKG tag, but that's an old thing. Um, but all of this, don't worry about it. It's a game, have fun. If you get a WKG, move up to the next category have fun in your next race. Um, the other thing, the mob mentality of people jumping on and uh, harassing people, uh, creating stress on Zwift, which is supposed to be fun. And uh, yeah, don't. On, on, on that note, um, I like to see the herd, but well, I, I do see the herd as a warm, welcoming place where it's a safe haven for swifters of the world um i would sincerely like to believe there is a lack of mob mentality within that group um and i certainly don't ever want to see that happening in the herd racing league or the herd i mean the only mob mentality in the herd is when people start mooing at each other so yeah. really isn't it so um yeah that's cool and we should definitely do uh, i think a podcast um after the final the week after the final race and let's just talk about the fact that swift's a game and how we make it a better game and some of these fun topics that we we've discussed in the past and maybe don't have time uh, and fun oh. things we'd improve about the game would be cool craig is pointing at bmx mode and i'm sh already shaking my head at that and Bella so i have three three things that are not annoying me three things that i'm loving oh, about, uh, about biking this week one is bmx i'm back on my bmx track i'm progressing in skills and i'm my kids are out loving their new bikes and i'm having a great time i i will also say that yeah i've been riding my bmx this week and it's super fun it is so much fun and i can't believe it's taken me this long to get into it because it is so good heard of rad oh yeah uh, next the niner you are what you drink top cap this is the most fun uh customization for a bike 
that uh, I, I found. Replace your top cap and you can put a bottle cap from your beer on it. It There is a moose head bottle cap going on my bike. And the next one is the Zwift Racing League break. Um, as much as we had a great season, I love Zwift Racing League. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's also a bit more serious, a bit of a grind. We can start, we all start to take it a little bit too seriously and it starts to be more stress and less fun. And I, I think a break between season three and season four was a good decision. So I, I'm, I'm behind that. Cool. Well, that's a good note to end on. So I'm going to say thanks to all of you for coming along. Thanks folks. Thank you very much. Good night, um, everyone. And we'll, yeah, we'll say the same to everyone who's listening, all 12 of you. Ah, cheers. Mm-hmm.